first Slovak Pride uh, 29 minute uh, uh, documentary film from Slovakia. It is the origin story of how the Pride, uh, Pride Gay Pride Parade happened in Slovakia, kind of taking us back. Uh, it started in 2010, but it takes us back to kind of like of the origin stories of how this came came uh, about. I'm just so curious, Roman, what kind of motivated you to to make this particular film? Yeah, so so thank you for the question. Uh, well, I was motivated uh, uh, for for to do this movie uh, by Richard Fekete, the the one of the main activists of the 2010 uh, Pride Parade, and uh, yeah, he basically told me that uh, there is very little documentation, like video documentation, about that Pride Parade, and he wanted to interview the activists, the main activists that. Uh, that really uh you know organized the pride and uh and uh, so so we were talking about doing interviews and uh i i you know uh, i started to think i i don't really know anything about uh, what happened in slovakia before pride parades before 2010 and uh in me there was this big question uh like after the uh, fall of uh, of the Iron Curtain in '89, uh, uh, you know everything started to open up. Czech Czech Republic started to open up, even things in Slovakia. But there was this still still um, question about this human rights, uh, which was kind of forgotten in this country. So I wanted to know wh what was happening at the time, uh, what kind of people were leading the queer uh, movement here in Slovakia and why uh, pride parades uh, didn't happen sooner. So so I, I really wanted to combine these two questions, uh, the 2010 first pride parade in Bratislava but also uh, what happened before, how it all started, and uh, to you know uh, to 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 get uh, to give uh, the audience a brief history of uh, Slovak queer activism in Slovakia. So I think what I'm learning here is that it's a really cool way that you told the story because you're in your 20s, so when this happened, yeah. you were still a teenager, and the whole world yeah. changed before your time. So this all this yeah. of like. Uh, of communism kind of falling in the in you know eastern europe and and then all these kind of like czech republic as you described slovakia all these kind of changes and everybody would like your jet the generation ahead of you went through so much progress and yeah. you're kind of like catching up and then sort of like you're, when i saw you even when i saw you making the film it's like you're kind of it's come coming from your point of view from your yeah. youthful kind of like millennium point of view like let's educate what where we come from and like let's not forget i guess yeah that was the main point that uh, the older people or or, or the activists or fr from like the time that uh, from people that lived uh, in communism maybe know more about what happened uh, uh, after the fall uh, of communism and uh, how how the gay community was perceived and uh, what was really happening in, Slo in Slovakia in the 90s since i only was born in 95 so so i didn't really know that much about politics so or human rights or anything for that matter. It was really important for me to learn that myself, but also I saw all, all these new young people that were really, uh, you know, thirsty for, for the information. I, I think we have, uh, we have, you know, um, 
like moments that we can remember that uh, from that time and that we can cherish and we can learn from. And I think that's really important because also all the mistakes that the activists made in the 90s were repeated by the activists in the 2010 first Pride Parade and were again uh, done by activists that changed up the, the, the original team of, of the Pride Parade. So we were always uh, learning uh, the same stuff, but uh, but again and again because the activists were starting like uh, on on like a green meadow, you know. It's uh, <laughs> it was a yeah. brand, brand new brand new yeah. brand new experience for them, and then th they didn't ha really have anything to learn from because unfortunately, Marianne, uh, who the main activist who started Ganymedes uh, Foundation in the 90s, he died before the first Pride Parade, uh, I think, in Bratislava. And uh, so, you know, the activists that even started the first Pride Parade didn't really have that much to learn from him because he was already old. He kind of had a different uh, viewpoints on how to do queer activism here in Slovakia. Um, so there is also many internal like uh, struggles uh, and uh, difficulties that uh, people simply had to get through. So uh, we so really a, didn't have anything to learn from before. Exactly. Well, there's, there's the logistical elements, but then there's also like the society and political elements yeah. as well. And you kind of exactly. where where so so you're touching on like the government is kind of like banning kind of this or they're you know, what is the um, what's the temperature now in a general sense in Slovakia? What's the temperature now of LGBTQ rights from the average person? Uh, from the average person, I think uh, in the last couple of years, and especially uh, after last year's terrorist attack in Bratislava, it really got into media, it got into people's skin because, uh, you know, people used to say, well, you already, as, as gay people or uh, queer people, you already have everything you need, except we don't. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, no, nobody is chasing uh, uh, really here with like, uh, uh, with like Baytons or, or, or baseball bats, you know, and uh, trying to beat us somewhere uh, and uh, get us out from the city uh, like angry villagers uh, or something like that. But, uh, you know, um, it's uh, it's one thing to live in capital city where, where the atmosphere is quite welcoming and you don't really need to be afraid, but it's different uh, in the countryside uh, okay. where people... Uh, you know, don't like to see that stuff. They just consider it. Uh, they are not really that like hateful, but they would have homophobic rem remarks, and they are more, uh, I would say, uneducated than than uh, than just uh, you know really hateful. And then there is also the Catholic Church uh, and religion that really uh, adds uh, a lot of uh, you know hate uh, into the people. I, I will be straight with that. Um, that's uh, that really what happens. And then there are politicians who are uh, also kind of controlled by the church, uh, or they want, they have something to do with the church. They need their own they, really, they need the church. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So, so, so it's it's. I think the the push on the people, on the general public, is more from the church and from the politicians than rather than some internal, uh, you know, knowledge uh, or experience that they have. Once people experience meeting a gay person or a queer person, I mean, the, their point of view really changes. It's it's a shame, and the main problem is that people just don't come out in countryside. Yeah, and uh, so people get really. Uh, uh, 
involved in stigma because uh, they just can talk about anything uh, about queer people because they don't know them and so they just make stuff up so uh, that's the main problem just uh, people not coming out and uh, now uh, the, just to answer your question of course uh, <laughs> um, I wanted to say last year in October there was a terrorist attack in a gay bar in Bratislava and two people were killed the shooter killed himself uh, that morning and uh, that was something that nobody expected here. N not a terrorist attack at all. And, and uh, you, you know, it was really a big shock that it was a terrorist attack uh, at the gay co community, you know. So, so people were really shocked by that. I mean, uh, tens of thousands of people came to, to support us to Bratislava, which was really, really emotional. It was really, uh, we, we could really see then that uh, even despite what people say or that they don't want to be involved with anything gay or, uh, or uh, just, uh, you know, uh, just live uh, your lives uh, behind closed doors, sort of, um, but we don't want to see that now we could really see the support from the general public uh, that uh, this should not happen at any cost to any community uh, not the gay community not the not the roma community here in slovakia not any so uh, you know i think people started to to consider what they think uh, about gay community and uh, and they could actually see uh, what can happen to us and uh, what hate can can do from politicians, from church, from from any nationalist parties. I mean, there are, there are real consequences to that. It's not just internet comments. It's not just some uh, asshole. Sorry for that. Uh, talking about. Uh, uh, about his opinion, uh, but it really has uh, consequences on, on young people that are really massaged uh, on the internet, their brains, their thoughts, their minds, uh, and they can really do terrible stuff. So um, yeah. I think it, the general public started to change, started to shift more towards acceptance uh, that uh, despite what we think about the gay community, about maybe some stereotypical stuff that they believe in, which is not true, uh, they definitely think that this was, uh, you know, over the line, uh, stepping be beyond the line, you know, this should not happen. So to paraphrase uh, what you said, it's like it's almost like the Western world where in the big cities, the urban environments, really nobody has an issue with uh, with with anybody. They, people can be whatever they want to be. In the yeah. more kind of rural environments, like small towns, kind of like countryside, people are not. Uh, well, they are exposed. They, 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 there are gay people there, but they're not coming out. And yeah. there's that kind of like homophobia. And what you're kind of saying is that is that the more exposure people get, in a general sense, they'll if they if you they meet somebody who's who's uh, lesbian, queer, trans, whatever. They they'll they'll and they end up liking them. Then they they'll have a, their their mindset will change and their their kind of like homophobia and their and their kind of like racist or kind of like like you yeah. know very narrow minded mindset will change. And I think that's it's about the exposure, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that we are going through stuff that other countries went went through twenty years ago. I mean, this is nothing new. The really good thing, uh, and uh, we kind of pride ourselves in it uh, <laughs> a little bit, the Slovak people, that since we are all, always twenty years behind, we already can learn from what, uh, what other countries' mistakes were, um, yeah. if it's uh, <clears throat> politics, activism, or anything. So, uh, yeah. 
it's just now we have to really fight, uh, you know, uh, the, the stigma by simply coming out. And that's the message uh, from pride parades uh, all over the country every year. And uh, I think it's uh, getting better every year. As well. well, listen, it's like things change, things change at a slow pace, but but even in yeah. even in the states where where like United States where like in 2008 Barack Obama was running for president and he said that he doesn't believe in gay marriage, right? And then, mm. and then <laughs> yeah. now nobody cares. Like yeah. I, I think it's like polling like 80% of the population in the states that, like doesn't care. Like people they 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 can yeah. see yeah. very but that's so much things have changed, but people don't kind of like it's hard to see the yeah. progress and movies like yours are important to kind of see see the the systematic change like this is 2010 you, you did this uh gay pride and look at all the look at all the um so, uh, all the 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 like the the the, the cops and basically the, yeah. the the people kind of protesting it and all and like yeah. the news was there kind of like making it a show and i'm sure now yeah. you do the gay pride parade and it's like the the people really yeah. matter exactly yeah I, I i didn't see any any nationalists or yeah. any uh, haters uh, this year uh, at the Pride Parade. I think there was around 13 or 15,000 people marching, yeah. which was the largest uh, to date, which is really great. I mean, uh, the capital city is only half a million, uh, you know, so <laughs> uh, for someone from bigger city, it doesn't sound that much, but uh, but it, it was huge for us. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, every year we see less and less uh, of the haters. Uh, I think the main point is also uh, with uh, with politicians, all those uh, nationalist uh, parties and uh, really uh, uh, conservative religious parties uh, got, got their, you know, uh, thing to say in the last couple of years because they were voted into the parliament. But uh, People, general public, saw that they don't care about about conservative uh, uh, stuff or rules. They just make it up to be like populists, uh, just uh, just to get votes. And if it comes to leading a country in the in any direction, it's uh, they are not uh, not able to do that. So. Um, in, in the years before the Pride Parades, we, we, we could clearly see uh, also uh, uh, there was a shot in the documentary that people, the nationalists uh, came uh, by train from other cities into the capital. And it really was a sign that they are just being brought uh, by, by some politician or mm -hmm. by some party. They, if, if it was up to themselves, they, they wouldn't come because it costs money to, to buy a train ticket and they don't care that much about the subject. So yeah. they are just hyped up by the politicians. And now the, pol the politicians, the, the neo-nationalist politicians and conservative ones don't have that much power and uh, people don't believe them. So also this started to change, uh, I, I think. Uh, and it's a big part of that. And it's, uh, uh, as, you, as you said, uh, people don't care that much about it. I mean, it doesn't, uh, it's not really about them uh, uh gay rights and uh, or or queer rights so they don't care uh they just don't want to quote unquote see that um but uh, that's a really you know it's a it's a it's a really bad mindset but in a way it kind of helps us because uh unless there is a clear political uh fight against the community then there is uh, no fight basically yeah exactly <laughs> And yeah, and and basically, yeah, it's 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 interesting how much uh, things have evolved, and like even the, the the like I know you're like the Catholic Church is still prominent in your country, but even the Catholic Church yep. is changing because they're losing people. It's a business. Yeah. yeah, it's like listen, I don't like people can 
whatever. It's like the, the, the religion is the business and they're losing customers. And, uh, and they even, so that's why the Catholic church even has to change their rhetoric, right? They're not making as yeah. big a deal as they used to. Exactly. And now in the last couple of years, I mean, uh, there was a big issue of uh, of child abuse uh, uh, across Poland. There was uh, some in Slovakia and uh, Germany, I think, as well. I mean, all over all over the Europe, there are issues with uh, with uh, with church and uh, and child abuse. So so people uh, see that and, uh, you know, they, they change their opinion. Uh, but it's uh, really hard even in Slovakia, for example, for for uh, a woman to preach still uh, in church. So so we still uh, in in that sense, we still have a long way to go. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not Catholic myself, so I, I, I don't feel I'm really um, uh, able to talk about it that much in depth. But uh, uh, yeah, it's 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 changing, but the, the change is still really slow, rather slow. So um, yeah. We still have to look at the Western countries, and we see their their progress, and uh, uh, the gay community really uh, sees that, and then they look uh, back at this country, and it's yeah. sometimes really hard. Uh, I don't to, know if you're to, paying to attention see. to the states; like it's pretty, it's pretty bad. Like it's like there's like yeah. cities and like uh, states in Florida are changing laws, and like, and they're kind of doing it just to kind of build build up yeah. their crazy base, right? So. It's like I know I was, you want to look at the Western world, but maybe Canada. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. States. I was, I, I, I mean, I was following, uh, I, and I am following what happens in the U.S. I mean, with the Proposition Eight as well. I mean, that was uh, that was something that uh, that uh, for me was really shocking. That uh, and with, uh, for example, now with uh, abortions. I mean, it's uh, something that exists already and. Uh, people don't get hurt by, by the law or by the change in the constitution and. Even then, some politician or some party or some someone decides that this is not right and uh, you know uh, is able to take it back. So um, I think that's uh, that's a message that we uh, the pride parades even in countries where there is gay marriage when trans rights are uh, uh, you know uh, more open and uh, trans people uh, are. Uh, are able to, you know, live their lives uh, like they want. It's it's still a message that we still have to fight because uh, a day can come where where someone uh, will want to take it back, and when they won't see any push uh, from the general public about that, I mean, they will just do it because, you know, um, someone will find money or or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's just your... uh, getting too deep into in the politics, but. Yeah. Uh, this is your first film? This is the first film that you directed? Yeah, this is the first uh, film I directed. Uh, most Now mostly I was uh, doing commercials or other like uh, smaller documentary projects, but uh, I can say that, like this is the by far the largest uh, in length and uh, uh, in, in story, so. And then, yeah. and so how was like, so I'm just curious about, because you got a lot of stock footage. Where did you find all that footage? To kind of like, yeah. I told the story through like people's videos and in home videos and people's uh, pictures. Where did you grab all that stuff? Yeah, so so all the footage. So I will start from the uh, stuff that I, I put in the movie. Uh, I started documenting prides 
in 2013 so all of the footage that is oh, from wow. 2013 until now is is uh, is from me uh and i was doing the after movies uh for the pride parades every year because of the media coverage was just awful and uh, and you know for for me there was a much bigger message in the pride parades than just uh, mm -hmm. you know uh, journalistic uh, reports um the the pride parades before that the 2010 I, I got from fellow filmmakers that uh, attended the pride parade actually and uh, also the original team had uh, had some footage and photos from the pride parade so they were uh, more than uh, welcome and uh, more than happy to to share that with me and uh, I, I could put that in in the in the movie what was uh, quite troubling was to find uh, photos from the 90s because uh, you know these meetings uh, of the of the organizations were uh, not that popular or many people were not attending and uh, there was no media coverage on that of course so it was only a couple of photos that uh, that were in people's personal archives and one of the archive was actually of uh, of uh, Marianne Wojtek, the main activist, uh, the founding activist of Ganymedes Foundation, and uh, I saved uh, his archive from his late uh, uh, late boyfriend before uh, you know a week before throwing it out because he, he had it at home. He was uh, away in England, and his mother, which was quite religious, just wanted to get rid of that stuff. And it was like uh, hundreds of photos from that time. His person photos that she just wanted to throw away so I, I just uh, really quickly grabbed it uh, from her in a plastic bag and I started scanning those photos so so That's that amazing. was a huge a huge huge uh, save because uh, you know he was the main person that that started basically the the queer activism after the fall of communism so uh, that was really important for me. And uh, yeah, the other thing is all of the photos uh, where, you know, there was no description on that, not a year, not anything. So I had to contact uh, all the older activists from Czech Republic as well. And they helped me to distinguish and tell who is on the picture, when did it happen, what was the opportunity uh, or what was the event uh, that was portrayed on the photograph. So, so I had to do a little bit of digging, of course, but but uh, uh, personally, uh, I, I still miss uh, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, photos that could be there. But uh, unfortunately, nobody at that time thought about, oh, we are building uh, or creating a queer history in Slovakia. Let's yes. document it. No, it was just happening. I mean, no, no, nobody at that time was thinking about that. And now everybody has a camera in their pocket. So, so it's a different time. Yeah, but you're doing a good service by doing this. What did the community? Some a lot of the people, members of the community, watched your film. Yeah, yeah, the, the active main, main uh, current activists, of course, uh, they all love it. I mean, uh, a lot of people uh, saw staff or or, or uh, maybe uh, some of the answers that they were themselves looking for, and uh, or or just lo look at the struggle uh, of the original team. I mean, uh, these were things that uh, nobody really talked about that that much in public uh, because it's not that interesting. But for me, the team of burning out, for example, or or, or what was happening before the. 2000 Pride Parade uh, was really important, and I think it enlightened a lot of people. Um, it really a lot of people learned a lot from it. I, I think um, and so, and you... they are welcome uh, to to do that stuff. 
And what did you think about the, the audience feedback that we sent you from the, the North American uh, perspective? That, that, that was just great. I mean, uh, that was for me a uh, first feedback uh, from abroad uh, for, on a film. So, so I loved it. Uh, it's it's uh, really something different to see uh, people watching the movie uh, that, uh, you know, are not Slovak, are not uh, involved in, in, in a Slovak queer activism. So, so uh, it was uh, something different and... Uh, it's really helpful to, to to get the feedback from from somebody that is uh, just like purely there as audience uh, member that doesn't really have any emotional connection to the footage or to the people that are in the video. So so uh, because it's always uh, when people are involved uh, like that, uh, you know, their their opinions may be kind of skewed always. So uh, yeah. for me, this is like the purest form of uh, of, of feedback. And that is, as a, for me as a filmmaker, that's uh, incredibly helpful to, to learn from and to, to grow from. And what are you doing now? Are you going to keep making movies? Of course. Uh, so uh, after this documentary, uh, I, I finished I, I finished the translation into English in June. Uh, right now, I started to write uh, a short uh, sci-fi with uh, with uh, a trans uh, transgender parent. Uh, it's about a family that, uh, you know, lives in a house and encounters uh, uh, you know, as a supernatural being. So, so um, I, I'm I'm writing that. I I, I would like to also shoot it uh, by the end of this year. So uh, that was always my goal since the beginning with filmmaking. Uh, I started as a documentarist and commercials, but my heart was always in narrative and fiction and sci-fi. So, so uh, I really now I have the time and the resources to continue in that direction so so uh, hopefully you know the, the the road is long of course i, I would like to be there sooner but uh, yeah. it is what it is i mean filmmaking is uh, not for everyone <laughs> so well that's amazing i really because you're this is a really fantastic film nicely paced nicely edited you can tell that you have you're you're, you're a classic storyteller like the way you thank you i'm sure you have lots of experience editing you can tell in, in the film yeah. it's really nicely paced and uh you you kind of like make sure that the presence always is always present. Part you're always in the in the in the moment, but you're when you're going back to the yeah. past, you're kind of like, but you're always kind of catching the audience up to like, okay, this is what happened in yeah. 2013, for example, yeah. and this is what's happening now. This is what's happening in yeah. 1990. That's what you know what I mean. Yeah, really nice yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Good thank you, thank you. For, for, for me, it's always, uh, you know, I'm taking the audience on a journey, and uh, I really want them uh, to feel safe, and uh, and you know, to, to learn. Of course, to if there's opportunity, then to learn from the movie. So, yeah. so I don't like to put the audience in, in any danger or uncomfortable position. I mean, there are movies like that, but <laughs> uh, maybe it's, it's it's not for everyone. I mean, everybody has their different point of views. Well, let's talk again when you make your next narrative film. As we're doing this podcast, it's an audio podcast, but over your left shoulder, you have a poster of Raiders of the Lost Ark and E.T. Two movies yeah. that made way before your time. So basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, after 90s, uh, a lot of uh, VHS bootlegs started to spread around Slovakia. Gotcha. So so my, my whole childhood was <laughs> was uh, about these movies. So I, I, I love Spielberg's stuff and uh, his current stuff as well. I mean, that's just incredible. Yeah, I just talked to somebody from the Czech Republic about a week ago, and he, he was he, he was around during the the transition and he said that all these action movies started coming in. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's the yeah. 
yeah 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 that that was uh, that was quite an incredible time i mean it was yeah it was the, the movies were made long time ago but for me they were made in the 90s <laughs> yeah, exactly it's amazing yeah all right man let's talk again when you make your when you make your narrative short i'd love to talk to you i'd love to see that film and uh, best of luck with you great thank you so much uh, i love this so i can't wait to do it again <laughs> one two three four five six seven eight Shlemiel, Shlemazel, Hassan Incorporated.